I'm Hope. I'm Kasia. And, and we, we are That Smutty Book Club. And we have some special guests with us today. We have the author duo, L.A. Shaw. So that's super exciting. Um, I won't Hi. make you guys like announce yourselves or anything like that. Um, sorry, but camera, you guys can't see them. Um, they like to keep their identity kind of hidden. So um, you're just going to hear their lovely voices. And we're going to talk to them and ask them some questions and learn a little bit about their writing. And um, we're going to talk about their new upcoming release that's launching so soon. Um, and I'm super excited about it. So yeah, we're going to talk with them today. Okay, so you guys have five novels that are out, right? You have Blossom and yeah. Bliss, Make You Miss yeah. Me, Make You Love Me, Reckless Abandon, and Reckless Impulse. Yes. Didn't miss yes. any? Huh? I didn't miss any. Those are the ones? Nope. Perfect. Those are in it. Um, if you have been on my bookstagram, you know that I am a big, big fan of Reckless Impulse. Like, it's probably top three reads for me this year. Um, I think I, I think I found you guys, like, right after it released, and then one of you guys messaged me on Instagram, and you're like, do you want to be part of our story team? I'm like, oh, absolutely. Like, yes, please. Yes. <laughs> I'm so excited. Yes. Um, she's our people person. Yes. Yes. Well, I, you know, I don't ever like to, you know, cold ask people, um, so when I find somebody that, like, loves our books, and, and I know when we were readers, you know, that, like, meant a lot to me when yes. authors would reach out mm -hmm. and, you know, be thankful for, like, us sharing or posting or whatever. So uh, we love to meet, like, we're still so new in this that, like, anybody who's willing to take the time to reach out to us to post things out, we are just, like, so thankful for it all. And um, we try to, to talk to them and, like, create a friendship. Yeah. The, I mean... It just means a lot to us that people take a chance on us and as newbies. Yeah, and you guys are really welcoming. I will say that. Like, I've always felt, like, super welcomed in your guys' group and with you guys, like, just, like, thanking me for all my posts and stuff that I have with you guys. So, yeah, you guys have been awesome and amazing and it's been so fun. So, um, so first question, how did you guys meet? Because, obviously, Hope and I are lifelong besties, but you guys have not been. So, how did you guys meet and when? Oh, can I say this one? Yeah, go for yeah. it. Yeah, okay. So, actually, it started during um, COVID, during the lockdown. Mm -hmm. um, um, we were both in the TL Swan Reader Group, mm -hmm. and there was a lot of, like, recommendations. That's, like, when my reading really yeah. picked back up. Yeah. Because I was just like, what am I supposed to do with life? So, <clears throat> we were, and people were posting, like, this was a great book, this is my recommendation, blah, 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 blah. And then she slid into my DMs, and she was like, hey... I noticed that we like a lot of the same books. I really, I just devoured Megan Brandy's Boys of Brayshaw, and I think you would love it. And I was like, sure, I'll take a chance on it. So I downloaded immediately and we started reading, and I was like messaging her back and forth, and like, I was like, oh, read this one, and then she would read that one, you know, back and forth. Yeah. And then like one day, we were just like, hey, do you want to take this to the next level? And then we started texting. Like, so then we, like, exchanged numbers. I'm like, I feel like I'm dating. You know? Yeah. <laughs> and then, um, you know, I kind of, we talked about opening up a Facebook group. So that's how Book Obsessed Babes started. Just as a reader group, recommendations, things along those lines. Um, then we started our Instagram, same idea. And then uh, we kind of shared ideas of, I'm like, I, I've dabbled in a few scenes before, like writing. Just, mm -hmm. like, thoughts that come into my head. They actually, most of them were dreams. I dream very vividly, so, like, I would, like, be like, ooh, that's great. Yeah. Um, and then she was like, oh, you know, that's something I've always thought of, but I, I'm, you know, I, I never really tried. I'm like, try it. Who cares? And then she did it. And then one day we were just like, why don't we give 
this a shot? Yeah. Like, why don't we try? And Christina Lauren was actually one of our, like, favorites at that time with that beautiful Bastard series. I don't know if you've ever read that. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, I have. And yeah, yeah. duo as well. So we were like, you know, like, they do it. Why can't we do it? And yeah. just have the pen name and, and figure it out. And that's really how it started. It was kind of like a really, like, progressive thing between yeah. us. Yeah. It's really nice. I love yeah, T.L. Swan, yeah. so I love that you guys, like, put T.L. Swan in Reckless Abandon, like, how you were like, isn't it the miles, like, mile high? And I was like, yes, like, I love this. It was so perfect. Yes. She has been, she's awesome, first off, she's just, like, a genuinely great person. She's, like, she gives guidance and <clears throat> to new authors, and she just, she, we couldn't say enough good things about her, honestly, um, of course, and she writes amazing books, but, um. But yeah, so Justin, or crap, I'm not supposed to say names. It's okay, I can come out. She doesn't care. I don't don't, don't even care either. It's okay. So, um, yes, Jess and I uh, have talked every day since April of 2020. I don't think, even when we've gone out of town, it might have been like a really like short text, but we have literally, I'm pretty sure, talked every single day since April 2020. And we've gone, we go every year on a girl's at least one like trip on a girl's trip with some of our friends that she's introduced me to and yeah i saw you guys went to a a baseball game together because you guys had the jerseys that said like la shot and i loved that that. last trip yeah Yeah. Yeah. we went to the city we said like hey what are we gonna do can i um sorry we brought my friend vanessa with us that time and uh it, I mean, it was four of us there. It was, it was a really fun time. It was yeah. a short trip, but it was a good trip. Yeah. yeah. Can I ask, yeah. how did you guys come up with, like, the pen name L.A. Shaw? Like... <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't one of my questions. That's a good one, though. So, the Shaw comes from Boys of Brayshaw, because that's where we both kind of meshed together, I guess yeah. you can say. And then the L.A. stand for our middle initials. Oh, that's okay. Fun. That's cool. So that way, because like my my real is is uh, well Jess, so it would be L J Shaw, and we're like, yeah, it's like too much like L J Shen, and then yeah. like you know we kind of had to mess around a little bit. Yeah, yeah, that's fun. Uh, yeah. Um, can you tell we us a little bit family. about yourselves, like separately, like who is Jess? You know who, like who are you guys separately? Like, are you a mom? Are you just like a dog yeah. mom? Like, yeah, I can go. Yeah, so I am married to my—he's my high school sweetheart. He's two years older than me. He's the bad boy I turned into a good boy. <laughs> um, Sounds familiar. Yeah, so we've been married almost going on twelve years. I got married at twenty-one, and then we had a little girl. She's almost five. Um, so they are like just my world, both of them. Um, and then I'm also a nurse, so I I do I I've been a nurse for like eight years. So, and that was always my dream, other than like being a wife and a mom, because I'm totally that like kid that at a young age wanted to be that like homemaker type. Yeah, um, I'm not ashamed to say it. But Me too, I but I'm still waiting. <laughs> funny how much the dream of writing has taken over a lot of that yeah I mean I love being a nurse still but um if I could write full-time I would so yeah that's who I am I love sports like obviously you can probably tell that in the sports thing I played a lot of sports 
Um, I still play sports. Uh, you know, there's always football or basketball on in my house or baseball. So, yeah, I'm, I'm big into that type of thing. I'm still holding out that you guys will do a hockey romance because I need that from you we guys. I know I asked you guys the other day on the street team I was like so like yes. are we gonna get some oh. hockey <laughs> or I mean don't get me wrong I love baseball but there's just something about hockey men you know I know, I know. <laughs> um so I met my husband in college um actually <clears throat> uh this at, on the 26th we will be together for 18 years. I mean, that sounds like a really long time, but it is. Um, and let's see what else. We have two kids. I have a nine-year-old and a six-year-old. Um, I, let's see, what do I do? I'm an events planner. Um, I used to manage uh, coach stores um, throughout the like New York area. And I currently... Oh, I played a lot of sports growing up. I was a dancer. I played softball, volleyball. I ran track. Um, I was a sorority girl in college. And my husband was like the partier and the jokester. So Sounds like my boyfriend. Of, like our little funny guys come from. Mm-hmm. And like she has like that bad boy. Like, so we kind of, yeah. you know, pull different things. Makes it easy. And, yeah. I think that's really it. Um, who yeah. is your favorite character that you guys have written? Yeah, yeah, do that, yeah. Okay, generally speaking, with each book, we take on a role. So whether she takes on the male and I take on the female or vice versa. So it depends on the book that we're writing is who's writing what point of view. That's kind of fun. I love that. I didn't never thought. We also do that to kind of keep each character genuine in their own mind, if you get what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, it's not going to be... And, like, we flip-flop so that we're like, all right, well, you just wrote The Last Man, so I'll write this one. Now and I feel like I have to go back and reread and, like, really, like, <laughs> try and figure out who's <laughs> yeah. writing who. Yeah, yeah. I would say favorite character, like, I personally wrote would probably, favorite female would be Quinn. Mm-hmm. And favorite male, I, I would say Grayson. He's from Make You Love Me. Mm-hmm. Um, he has a lot of my husband and him, and, and they, you know, were to, they got together in high school, and she was kind of the good girl. Um, but, I don't know, Knox is... I'm so excited for Knox and Emerson. I'm so excited. Knox is different. He's you said different. the arcs are coming next week, I think is what you said? Or this, like, this Monday. next week? Mm. Yep, Monday. Uh, I cannot Monday. wait. Mm-hmm. Yep, we're dropping on Monday. That's what I'm going to be doing on Monday. He's kind of like, um, to describe him, would say he's kind of like, definitely like bad boy vibes with like the, you know, with his age, just like he's, you know, he's he's like a senior when you first meet him. Well, not when you first meet him, but anyways, I don't want to give away too much. But, um, But he also has like a really genuine heart and like just stuff he's dealt with. Yeah. 
even Wes, like, yeah. Wes was awesome. Like, he had, he knew what to say. He always said the right things. I don't know. <laughs> it's Eli Barton for me. Yeah. Same. Yeah. I love Eli. I think Eli and I think I want to say Lottie. I might go those two. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I like Sloan too. I just like Blossom. I don't know. She know. likes them all. <laughs> They're I mean, all your you babies. Read, like, when you write, you're pouring your heart and soul into your book. So, like, of course you're going to fall in love with all your characters. Just, like, us readers fall in love with your characters because we see their story unfold. And we see, like, I don't know, just, like, everything about them. And then we just, like, fall in love with them. Yeah, during... Yeah, what book was it? Eli's book? Each, yeah. What? Each character is what I love. Like, you know, like, I love Lottie and, like, her ability to just grow. Like, mm-hmm. she grew so much throughout the course of that book. Yeah. And, like, be able to adapt and change. Like, Sloan, I loved her strength. Like, how, like, she was very, like, secure in who she was. Yes. Uh, you know, Blossom, I loved her ability to just, like, kind of just overcome, like, just, I don't know, actually go for what she wanted, I would say, for Blossom. And, like, Quinn, I loved, I just loved Quinn's heart, honestly. I would say that I think in each character, like, even male, female, like, has little random pieces of us mm-hmm. and people we love. And I say that in the sense of, like, for instance, Quinn. She and I are so different in so many ways, but then there was, like, a lot of things I did resonate with her. See, I, like, I have never had a tr- trouble having, like, girlfriendships. Like, I'm really blessed in that. And she kind of, she kept her girls close and she didn't mm-hmm. really go, like, out of that zone. And that was kind of her, one of her personalities, which... Is, is something to be said about that too like sometimes it's good to you know keep your circle tight mm-hmm. but um but like I resonated with her like as an athlete and then you know, some things that I super duper resonated with on her and then like you know there was other things that she was completely different than me or like maybe she was like somebody else I know in my life or like she had a piece of gems like we just kind of each of our characters like I said male and female have little pieces of us and people we love and then some of some things we just totally come up with you know um and so that's kind of the fun like to me of making the character and building the character profile yeah just like pulling each of your little personalities in it sorry she's upgrading the thing right now just buying a subscription to zoom Oh. oh no! You it's don't okay. have to. No, it's okay. It's not that big of a deal. I didn't think. I thought Zoom was free. I did too. I think like certain uh, amount of meetings are, or something like that. Like everything, like yeah. like twenty-seven times. Now you're done. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. No, you're fine. It's not that big of a deal. Okay. It's like fifteen dollars. So. Yeah, it's just, and we usually split the payments anyway. So like, she pays half, I pay half. Yeah. So. Yeah, we we have things like that. Yeah, I'm like that we do that with. <laughs> well, we don't have a lot of time to, you know, read and and do audibles and stuff anymore. So sometimes we'll do that with like audibles, like if we if one of us gets one, you know. Yeah. Did you already but, forget your password? It didn't even make a password. It's just being stupid. I don't know. Do you? Whatever. We'll just let it go. I was. I hope okay, can always we'll do it on hers. See. Yeah. <clears throat> We'll see. We'll hope. Well, if something happens, just just let us know. Yeah. Okay. So, what is the weirdest thing you guys have had to research because of a book? Ooh. Mm -hmm. Let me think. That's a hard one. 
I was thinking like maybe the sex toys because you guys it's literally iconic that you guys linked the sex toy and reckless abandon I was like yes like that is iconic I loved Uh, it I love that (laughs) when I saw that I was like oh hold on I gotta go to Amazon real quick (laughs) like Of course, obviously, like. Uh, yeah, and you know, it was funny because I, I literally, my message to, to Lauren that night was like, should I do this? And she was like, I mean, if you want to. She's like, why not? I'm like, I mean, I think I should. It makes perfect sense in the book of like, why it's there and everything. So like, yeah, I, it was iconic. Yes. Iconic. Um, Absolutely. One of, my, one of my like co-workers and friends read it and she texted me like in the middle of it and was like, you guys did it. And she was like, oh, my God, you did. I just went to the link. I'm ordered now. You know what? To be honest, so many people are like, you should have an affiliate link in there. And I'm yes. like, no, it's not even for that. It's yeah. just because, like, I feel like I should share this knowledge with them. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yes, 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 yes. I mean, honestly, I feel like we haven't had to research anything too crazy yet. A lot of, like, what everything that we, like, we kind of, like, yeah, we... We've done sports that we know. Yeah. Pretty, I, I will say, like, I so in the South, we don't do a lot of hockey. Mm-hmm. Um, I've went to, we have, like, the hur- the Hurricanes in Raleigh, and I've been, and I love, like, I love sports. So mm-hmm. it's fun. It's, you know, fun to see the aggression and all that stuff. Yeah. Cool. But, uh, <laughs> but, um, you know, I would probably have to do some research, like, to make sure I was making sense. Yeah. Um, probably go to some games. But, like, even MMA, I grew up, like, family very into that we watch the UFC every weekend I've had dinner with Conor McGregor not really but um, (laughs) he was at Disney so obviously you had dinner with him yeah we had dinner yeah the only thing I kind of spent time it's gonna die was in Blossom and Bliss when they go to Vegas and I was kind of looking for their penthouse suite that they were in Mm -hmm. I kind of like went down a little wormhole and being like, oh my gosh, look at this one. Look at how big this one. Like, that was really, you know, maybe some houses and stuff like that, but nothing ever. Yeah. Because we kind of, yeah, because that was like the first one we, uh, we did more research for Blossom and Bliss for sure, because that was the first book that like wasn't in one of our home states. And even though like, especially with the North Carolina series, it's like Mm -hmm. more fictional, but I still kind of pull even though it might have a fictional name, we still pull some things from, like, actual North Carolina, you know, mm-hmm. just to make it make sense. And, yeah. Um, but also, Blossom was, you know, her, her, she was a Latina, so I had a co-worker that was from California, where um, Blossom was from, who was also, you know, her both of her parents were from Mexico, and she actually helped me, um, you know, with some, like, wordage, like, how familiar to, like, between the mother and the daughter, like, how they yeah. speak to each other and stuff like that. Because, you know, we wanted to make sure that we weren't just, you know, coming up with something like that um, yeah. off the top of our head. So that was that was awesome to get a little bit of that authenticity from her. And also, like, because she grew up out there, um, we kind of used a couple of her suggestions. So... That was a big, big help. Um, yeah, I think like that one was probably the most 
research. research. It's so it's so funny because even down to schooling, it's like different between me and Jess because like when we're writing and it's still like in the high school, like make you love me was high school, mm-hmm. and then it make you love me. There's some high school people. Um, you know, like they start school differently in New York. They go like yeah. their ages are different than North Carolina. So it's funny the little random things that we find out about each other that like we, we, never, we would never, yeah, yeah, we would never even worry or care about it. But mm-hmm. it's just from like state to state differences and stuff like that. Yeah. So, so the Yankees in Reckless Impulse. I was like screenshotting it and sending it to my husband because he's a big Yankees fan. Like, our son's middle name is Bronx. He almost named our son Jeter. So, like, 100%. So you're like, look at this. Yes. I was like, Kevin, look. Like, they have Jeter in their book. Jeter's, like, his all-time favorite player. Kevin played baseball in college and stuff. So, he's, like, huge into baseball. And so, obviously, whenever I see anything Jeter, I, like, send it to him. I'm like, Kevin, look, it's in my book. And so, that got him kind of into reading a little bit. Because he's like, oh, like, maybe these books aren't so bad. So, I'm trying to get my him. boyfriend yeah. to read in smutty books, but he won't because he falls asleep every time he starts reading. <laughs> Mine is starting fourth wing this week. I wish. Can someone just get my boyfriend to read? <laughs> Kevin's in the Chestnut <laughs> Spring series right now. <laughs> will be his first dabble into my world. Ugh. I tried to get him to read. <laughs> I, I've tried to get him to start Harry Potter. Hasn't even made it 25% through of the first book. <laughs> Okay, so can you guys tell us any, like, spoilers or secrets or, like, tease us a little bit for any, like, future releases? I know you said hockey already, so, like, is there anything that you guys want to share? Um, Can share. Oh, yeah, can share. Yeah. I mean, um, I can tell you your hockey dreams will be fulfilled. Mm, So excited. Um, It's going to be part of, I know we dropped, okay, so... So every book we write, you have met characters that are going to be featured in other books. Mm-hmm. All of our books yeah. have some pull towards another series or towards um, another book that will be written in there and like a different characters, etc. So mm-hmm. you've met in every book who will be in the future. Um so that includes, we've mentioned Mountain Ridge University a lot. Um, in Make You Love Me, we've mentioned it, and we've mentioned it in um, in uh, the upcoming Make You Want Me, and I, I think somewhere else too. But um, we, we actually mentioned it, I think, in Reckless Impulse because um, that is where Gemma. Oh, yes. Gemma um, Quinn's friend is going to. Yeah, yeah, because she has. I mean, every literally, almost every, almost every side character you guys have met in any of our books has something plotted in our heads. That's so exciting. So, so Mountain. No, you go ahead. You go ahead. So Mountain Ridge will be a sports breakdown. So each book will have a, a center around an athlete in a certain sport. Okay. So that's where your hockey is going to come from. Sweet. Um, then we have Trent and Ashley. We're not sure yet if we're going to keep them in the make you world or if we're going to branch off into a different world that mm-hmm. we've been messing around mm-hmm. with in our head. Um, there's also going to be an NC series with Daddy Smith and Gunner and all of them. 
Um, there's another one. Didn't we have another one? Or am I lying? Yeah, the, um, the mafia. Yeah. Ooh. So, well, we're, we have, like, if you see our folders, like our shared folders yeah. in Word, there's so much listed <laughs> in there. Yeah, it's, it's a lot. So we, for, for instance, so if, I don't know if you guys have read Make You Love Me yet, but in Make You Love Me, you meet Grayson as the main character, and mm-hmm. you meet Knox, who is our in our male character coming mm-hmm. out this December 28th, and you meet their other best friend, Ford. So mm-hmm. Knox is kind of like, Grayson is like broody, like asshole, kind of, and Knox kind of has a little bit of that, but he's kind of, he's more like just quiet and reserved. Um like keeps his people tight and Ford is like the playboy like funny silly like basically always making up jokes to take away from like his crappy life he's got going on but um so they all have a plan but but um Ford is um gonna be a reverse age gap so we're super excited Ooh. about that um clearly we love like those here character for <laughs> for that um, and then when you're reading Make You Want Me, you'll, you'll hear a tidbit about Nate and Berkeley. Very small amount, but just pay attention there. And they're mentioned in a couple other books too, but, um, they have, they have, we have plans for them as well. So that's so fun how you guys have them all interconnected. That's so fun. That's so fun. It's about like Sarah J. Mass is all her universes all connected somehow. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a like whole nother episode to get into. <laughs> just like Ashley worked at Mast, which mm-hmm. is Sloan's club, so it's like you know we try and weave as much as we can into mm-hmm. each other. Mm-hmm. I like yeah, those type of yeah. books, like that are all just weaved, interconnected mm-hmm. somehow. Yeah, because then you yeah. get you get all the characters that you're like, wait, but what about them? You know, and yeah. then you get to see their story, which right. I think is so fun. Right, but and I feel like that when we write some of these stories, like all of a sudden we put a little bit more effort into a side character than we originally anticipated yeah and i'm like crap they need a story now yeah, <laughs> yeah you're like fuck and, yeah. you know like even even maddie in reckless impulse everyone's yeah. like is maddie gonna get a story is maddie gonna get something i'm like I, that wasn't our plan but i guess now we yeah <laughs> now you have to <laughs> sure yeah. yeah reckless abandon like we thought everybody would hate her but we, when we did a poll, I think it was like last year, we did a poll on like side characters. She actually had the most votes for who people wanted to see her have a book. And I think it's because you know, like she's such a damaged character that like you hate her in that book, but you know that maybe you could like build for her if you knew her goal. Yes. Like, like a redemption arc. Like yeah. Redeemed for our bit. Yeah, like a redemption yeah. arc. Yeah. 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 And you said, I know, because I covered Reckless Impulse on the podcast, I think, like, episode three. So, I was, like, I had messaged you guys on Instagram, and I was, like, so, what do you want me to say? Do you have any things I can share? And you guys, okay, we're, like, Reckless Hearts is coming in spring of 2024. Is that still the plan? You're still yeah, coming yeah. back to Reckless Okay. I'm excited for that one. It'll be, yeah, like, probably so. late May, okay. early June. Yeah. Yeah. We have, we have, um, if only it was early May. Birthday present. <laughs> <laughs> We have it pre-ordered for May, so you can actually pre-order it right now. But um, yeah, we're super excited for them too, and and they're going to be like a fun plot. They're going to be, I feel like, our first true enemies to lovers. Like we we 
like we fall into friends to lovers i love friends to lovers like some people hate it but i love it really intend on doing that yeah yeah Uh, I love enemies to lovers. It's my yeah. favorite trope. And then one one bed tropes. Oh. Um, I feel like a lot of my enemies to lovers love came from when I first started reading again. And yeah. I fell into LJ Shen's um, All Saints High. Yeah. And like all mm-hmm. that world. And I'm like, ooh. And that's kind of what grew my love for that. Yeah. yeah. I just have like a little tidbit. Like maybe you guys should include a dick piercing in one of your books. I just think it'd be fun. You know? Just maybe. <laughs> maybe you'll get that Um, So I'm going to go through some of your guys' quotes that I have loved um, from your guys' book. So, um, out of Make You Love Me, I was ready the minute I felt your beard between my legs. Please, I need you. I need this. You're dripping for me, pretty girl. Um, Now put your cock in my mouth. Yes. Um, And then Reckless Abandon. uh, I need to taste you. I need to feel you. You come apart on my... I need to feel you come apart on my tongue. So, uh, Wes... I suggest you push my head down on your cock. Fuck my mouth, Wes. That was a good one. That was a good one. Sloan knows what she wants. Yes. <laughs> we love a queen that knows what she wants. She really does. If only we could all be like that in real life. <laughs> I know, right? I, I need her confidence. <laughs> I need her confidence. Um, and then Reckless Impulse, such a greedy girl. I love when Eli calls her a greedy girl. So good. Oh. So, so good. I feel you squirming for me, greedy girl. Tell me what you want. That's right, baby. And tell me, mine is the only cum that ever leaks out of this pussy. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> um, and then one of my favorite scenes, because I just want to be, I just want to talk about Reckless Impulse just for a little bit. One of my favorite scenes is the body shot scene where she's like, hey, guys, Zach wants to do some body shots. Like, you down? And then Eli's like, um, no, the fuck you aren't. Like, <laughs> absolutely not. <laughs> I love seeing that little side of Eli, because usually he's like, He's not, like, the bad boy, like, broody type. And then he, like, all of a sudden just got there. And I was just like, oh, yeah. That's what I want. That's what I wanted from you. It's like that switch happened. Yes. No. Yeah. <laughs> I read this scene. I, like, had to yes. put it down. I was like, okay. I mean, those are, like, the... <laughs> yes. Those are the scenes that, like, I personally live for in books. Because I love the, like, jealous possession. Yes. So that, that scene is also... And I, I kind of loved how we teased that in Reckless Abandon. I feel like it made you really want to read Reckless Impulse. Because, I, I, again, I, it's easy for us to resonate with readers because mm-hmm. we were readers for so long before. Yeah. And then so it was, you know, I know we kind of knew that that was going to, like, grab people in and make you, like, I need to know their story. Yeah. And, see, I started with Reckless Impulse for you guys. Like, I didn't know anything about Reckless Abandon. Like, I don't even know how I found Reckless Impulse. I just, like, one day saw, like, a little blurb of it, and I was like, oh, I need to read that. Like, 100%. And I read it, and I was like, okay, now I'm obsessed with them, so now I have to read all their books. So then I did. <laughs> yeah. Well, we love that. So we have our writing has grown so much. Like eat the, like the people that have been around for the beginning, we got even one of our betas with this our recent one is like your writing just grows every time. I mean that makes sense because I think we can then like know that we know that you know it make you love me. We might have been a little more wordy or like you know just mm-hmm. finding our rhythm with things yeah. and um, has been has been a good feeling and you know storytelling the 
we never lacked in like developing a plot. It's just, you know, learning how to get it down and say it like exactly the right way mm-hmm. and, and you know, and all that. So Is one of you guys experience. Is one of you guys you better at writing spicy scenes? Who just got to Reckless Impulse. Oh yeah. She was she was like, oh my gosh, she's like, this story, she's like, this was fantastically, she goes, I didn't even care about the smut, she goes, yeah. I loved it, but I love the smut, but I'm just saying, like, I read it for the plot, and yeah. I'm like, oh my gosh. I know. I was looking back on my highlights yeah. today, and I'm like, half of these highlights aren't even, like, smut. They're, like, just, like, the sweet moments between Eli and Quinn because they're just, like, yeah. so perfect together. I was just, like, Yeah, the so whole good. time reading Eli and Quinn's book, I was texting her. I was like, are these actually his babies? I was like, I'm going to be so mad. I was, I was like, like, please I'm not tell me they're not. I was like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to murder someone. I'm like, I'm not telling you. But then, like, we got to the part of her all her problems, and I was like, I mean, I guess I can accept the babies. <laughs> and then that's their mama. <laughs> that's the only way. Mm. Is yeah. one of you guys better at writing smut than the other? Like, or do you guys both write smutty scenes? We both write the smut. Both. Mm-hmm. Yes. And then also I think yeah. it helps switch it up too with wordage. That was something yeah. we were talking about. We're like, how many times am I going to say like grind my hips? Yeah. Or like, you know, it gets weird. We're like, yeah. great. I need to... Now I need, like, a smut thesaurus. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's <laughs> like, why have you guys researched? Like, that's why I was like, what have you guys researched? Because, like, how many times can you say this? Or, like, if you have to, like, look up, a posi- like, a certain position, like, okay, but, like, how does this work? How do I write this into, like, yeah. put it into words, how you know? Yeah. describe this? Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. That's what me and her had a problem with, like, we want to write a book, together one day we have like started, started one, it but we're not like having any plans we're just kind of doing it for fun kind of like yeah. how you guys started yeah, yeah. but like Dang we it. were both we were on <laughs> <laughs> we were on facetime one time and i was babysitting and the kids were all like playing like the kids were just playing they play by themselves so i was like i can't keep saying and she said and he said i was like i, I need something <laughs> else and i was like there's other words out there, but I can't think of them. <laughs> yeah, so we, like, did the thing where you guys, like, you highlighted a little bit, and then you're like, okay, I'm going to come back to this in just a second. <laughs> yeah, well, that's kind of what you have to do in the beginning, is, like, yeah. get your, your thoughts out, mm-hmm. and then when you reread it, you can start changing it. Yeah. Because you can add their name in a lot, because um, then that'll help, and then also, like, not necessarily said, but, like, maybe they growled, mm-hmm. maybe they hung, mm-hmm. maybe they, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's kind of, then you can start changing it out, and not... Yeah. That's something that we've recently, like, what if I'm reading a good book, and I see that the dialogue doesn't always happen, mm-hmm. he said, she said, I said, I cried, I, th-, you know, mm-hmm. I'll screenshot it, and I'll send it to her, and yeah. I'm like, look how great this flows, Yeah. Mm-hmm. and it's like, sometimes, in the sentence itself, you can say, like, for instance, Knox, like, Emerson could be like, oh, Knox, you're like, you know, you're such a cheese, or whatever it was that she said, but now... If you know it's only them two in the room, and she already said his name, you don't need a he said, she said. Yeah. yeah. Because you know she said it. Mm-hmm. So it's like, right. you kind of have to play around with that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's definitely something that we kind of learned. And, and also, you know, there's certain things, and, and this just really comes with time. Because, again, that's why we actually are re-editing um, Make You Love Me right now with our editor. Because we know that we did some of this, but it's like... You know, you feel like you have to give every little detail. And in talking about with the smut, you know, you don't, 
you know, there are certain things that you kind of need to say, like, okay, if they got naked, like, make sure you tell them, tell people they got naked. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, but then there's other things that you can kind of get away with. You're assuming. You know, Mm -hmm. yeah, like, people assuming that this is going on or whatever, and Mm -hmm. that's been, like, a learning thing for us, because it just, if you, if you read, like, the good scenes, it flows better when you don't, like, tell all those little like mm-hmm. things but mm-hmm. but make sure you give enough detail yeah because um, i've read a couple but, books that are like that where it's like they're in the car and then all of a sudden they're in bed i'm like wait how did i get there? i was like <laughs> how did how do we go from the car 20 miles from the house and then all of a sudden we're home in bed yeah yeah <laughs> like you kinda, yeah you kind of can't do that but um like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah exactly um, or you do that page break the dot dot yeah break. yeah Ten minutes later, I'm on his bench. Yeah, yeah. I'm on my back, <laughs> legs wide open. <laughs> Spread eagle. Yeah. <laughs> I did, I did want to say though, as far as the smut goes, you know, we've talked about this before, and I'm like, yeah, and this, and vice versa. Like, just wrote I wrote it all. <laughs> because I, I mean, a, a lot of what we write is like, you know you gotta embrace it okay you are a woman with needs like, you gotta embrace it i told we were talking and i told her yeah oh yeah not me never <laughs> oh that's like i we were talking the one time and i was like when we were on facebook i was like i can't write this muddy scenes because i can't think of anything i was like i read them all the time but don't ask me <laughs> anything i've got like scenes for days up in my head that i want to like write down i just i'm kind of like you like i have a dream and i'm like oh my goodness that needs to become a book and i'm like i gotta write it down so yeah that was just quick little tidbits like actually all right while we're talking i'm gonna look because i think i have one from like so long ago in my phone and it wound up being like a plot line of one of our books yeah go for it yeah and that's basically what happened was she told me that, and I was like, dude, I can't get all these plots out of my head. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, you know, she, and I think I had typed up something in my phone, in my notes, and it was probably horrible, but it's a plot that we're going to end up using. Mm-hmm. Um, but, and she was like, well, I have a theme, and she sent it to me, and I was like, this is really good. <laughs> it was a smutty scene. Yeah. And I was like, this is awesome. And so then it just kind of went from there. But I do think, and I, we were talking to somebody else that's wanting to write um, the other day. And, you know, even sometimes just building up scenes that you know you want to happen and then, like, working the book around that is it can be helpful. I feel like especially when you're first starting out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So do you guys have any advice for, like, people who would want to publish a book or anything like that as our, like, one of our last things? You bitch, you took my question. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Great mind think of like okay. I was like, I haven't talked much. Let me, let me say something. I would say just do it. Just do it. I mean you just gotta be you you just gotta do it and don't do it for anyone else. Do it for yourself. Like mm-hmm. get it out there, get your story out there. Because that's one thing, like especially we learned from Book Talk on TikTok mm-hmm. that if your book goes viral it's not necessarily going to go to your readers. Yeah. It's going to go yeah. to the entire world. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So not every book is for every person. Mm-hmm. And you have to be able to take the good with the bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because um, everyone's going to love your book. Yeah. Some people are going to absolutely love it. 
Yeah. So you're going to aim for the people who love it and just hope that, you know, organically your reader group is going to grow because they found you because they love you mm-hmm. and they love your style yeah. or they love your characters or what, like, whether it's contemporary or, um, you know, new adult or whatever yeah. it is. Write now, it for yourself and then that'll get you a lot further. So... Yeah. You guys, I don't know if I haven't ever like looked through your Goodreads, but when you guys do, like, if you've ever gotten a hate comment, like, how do you handle that? Like, does it like break your heart when you see someone? Does it like break your heart when someone when you see that someone didn't yeah. like your book? Yeah, it break. It's hard. It's very hard at first. We've actually both kind of stepped away from looking at Goodreads. Um, mm-hmm. It's hard not to when you first get a new like. When, you, when your book first comes out, because your art readers are putting their stuff on there. Yeah. And, you know, at least, even if they give some criticism, at least they're not, like, being hateful. Yeah. Um, we've, had some, we've had some people who have been, you know, mean, and we had one person, just like, give us not, not even yeah. criticism, just yeah. mean. If I... If I DNF'd a book or if I rated it lower lower than three stars, not reading your review. And I think T.L. Swan had told, like, said to, like, our group at one point, like, go look at mine. Go look at other, like, big name authors and look at their, like, click the one-star reviews and see. It's same hate, Mm -hmm. but, like, they're just, they're, they're reaching more people. So more people are reading it that like Mm -hmm. it, luckily. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, um, you know, I think. Luckily, Amazon, we do have some people that kind of come at us on there, um, but it's not quite as much as mm-hmm. Goodreads. But yeah, a criti- criticism we can learn from. Mm-hmm, yeah. But being just mean, like DNF at 5% because the female character was using the word tatas. Mm-hmm. Okay. See, I always try and. I always try and make it to at least yeah. above 25%. And like. Yeah. Even if I DNF a book, I'm not going to go and comment on someone's post like, oh, I hated this. Like, it absolutely sucked. Like, I would, yeah. wouldn't would even say anything most of the yeah. time. Like, if I rate it lower than three stars, I'm, not, I'm just not going to leave a review. Yeah. I don't understand the people that want to be like, oh, you guys should quit writing. Like, it, if you don't got nothing nice to say or any constructive criticism, I think everyone should just keep to themselves. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. I think at 5%, you can't just say... Like, you literally could be reading the worst book ever, and at 5%, you really can't say, like, I'm DNF in this and giving it a one star, because mm-hmm. you haven't yeah. given it a chance, yeah. you know? I think those are the most frustrating, and we, we one of our books oh. had several of those, like, DNF at 5%, and we're like, I think it was Make You Love Me. Yeah. But, um, but anyways, you know, we, like I said, we try to stay off every once in a while. Like, one trick that I learned was you can go on there and I mean it's not like a super big trick but it just helps me is and you can select like the five star the four star the three stars and that's kind of what I do and I'll just read those and that way because even a three star it might have some criticism in yeah. it but it like is most of mm-hmm. the time destructive criticism mm-hmm. yeah um like people gotta give you a chance like, like me you know your writing's always gonna grow it's mm-hmm. gonna get better with time like Yes, it's not 100% perfect when you first start writing, but it'll grow and it'll get better as time goes on. That's what I don't think most people who give one star or two star reviews understand. Yeah, it's like, like was it their it's first your, book it's or their was it their book. Yeah. Like, look at see how many they have published. If it's their first book, go away. Like, just give them time. Yeah. And I would yeah. say our most criticized book, which is Make You Love Me, mm-hmm. because it's new adult, 
Um, and again, it went viral on TikTok, and it fell into people who didn't know it was a new adult book. So that was where a lot of the lower ratings came from. They're like, this would have been better if they were older. I'm like, well, that's not what the book is. So, yeah. Yeah. you know, but besides that, it's our most criticized book is our most successful book. Yeah. So, you know, it, it's like you kind of have to take the good with the bad. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, well, you might not have loved it, but someone else did. Mm-hmm. And they're now sharing it with someone else. Yeah. So, I mean, that's why I... Yeah, we just hang on to like the the goodness and like you all like people like you guys who reach out and are so kind and you know supportive. We mm-hmm. so much appreciate that because you know we don't always get that, and mm-hmm. and that's part of it. And, and I'm like I'm the one that kind of has to grow the thicker skin, <laughs> mm-hmm. probably just just puts me the reality. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I work with men, so I've got pretty thick skin. (laughs) Um, I'm a little baby, so I cried everything. (laughs) Yeah. I'm... Yeah. Yeah. Maybe not read them, and honestly, I kind of I maybe check it once every month or so, yeah. just to see like ratings and whatnot. Mm-hmm. But I really try and steer clear of yeah, yeah. yeah. You almost and have I to. Think the, I think the more books we've wrote, like the more or the more we've written, that it's easier to not look on there because we just have a lot going on now. Yeah, and so you know, I feel like I focus on it so much more when we have like one or two books out. Yeah, but now. I'm the same. I don't let myself look at it. Um, I, like, actually went on there for the first time in probably two months just the other day. Um, so I know. But I, it, it honestly, that would be a recommendation I would give to new authors when you do releases because it messes with your creativity. That was one yeah. thing that we, mm-hmm. I found personally is, you know, I would see something right before I was about to sit down and write for the day. I would get on and check that and see this super negative thing about my writing and then get in my head. Yeah. So, so I just put you in another, writer's another block. thing that I would suggest is um, also find, like, a good group. You know, lean on us, lean on yeah, anybody else that you, you know, are close with because even though we are not experts by any means, we have been doing this for a little bit now, so we know at least the basic thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we... And we we lost her. <laughs> well, I'm going to continue what she's saying. When you get into a group or like a group of authors that you can lean on, um, it, it definitely helps because yeah. you can throw those questions out there to them. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it, whether, and it, it ranges with all different types of experience and different genres and, and a little bit of everything. But yeah. if you have a good support system, it definitely helps yeah. because they've definitely gone through something that either you're thinking or feeling, yeah. or mm-hmm. any of that, yeah. or have an easy answer to stuff. Like, just the other day, we were saying, how soon is too soon to send out ARCs? Because we have them ready, so they're yeah. just, like, sitting, yeah. and I'm like, I'm like, I want to send them out, yeah. I want to send them out, but... I just got my first ARC yesterday. And then you have the holiday coming up, it's like, you don't want to send it too soon, where then, like, by the time the book releases, the hype is gone. Yeah. So it's like, you kind of have to, like, pace it, almost. Yeah. That's why I just got my first ARC read sent to me yesterday. So yeah. I'm very excited to read that. I get theirs well, on we Monday. We started as ARC readers, too. That mm-hmm. was a big part of what we did. We ARC'd mm-hmm. for um, actually Jade, um, mm-hmm. Megan Quinn, 
uh, Megan Brandy. Mm-hmm. I definitely, Brandy. it's, yeah, yeah, it's definitely a goal of mine one day to have more arc reads. Like, I think I have four or five authors that I arc read for right now. I definitely want to be on more arc readers. Yes. Um, Sign up for theirs. We had to cut back on as we started to write more, too, because we just didn't have the time. Mm-hmm. And, like, you feel like... I want to because I want to support you. Some of these yeah. people that we developed mm-hmm. such a friendship with, yeah. even like some of our um, TL song signets, like we mm-hmm. still arc for them, but it's like, you know, we've gotten to the point where like... We had to step back from a couple. Ourselves. Yeah. Yeah. I just had one person in the art group that I'm in say uh, she didn't have time, so she would... She's literally took herself and stepped back. She's like, I'm just going to remove myself. Like, I don't have the time currently to do this arc read, and I'm so sorry. And the author was very, like, thoughtful. She's like, I understand, like, it, it's not that big of a deal to me. Like, if you don't have time, it's, I understand. Like, yeah. and I know there's probably some authors out there that probably aren't like that, that don't understand, like, well, why'd you waste my time? I feel like it depends. Um, a smaller group, like, we, not that we know all of our mm-hmm. readers, but we definitely have a little bit more of a connection mm-hmm. because we're a smaller grouping of arc readers. Like some authors, once they get really big, their arc teams can be like upwards of like 300 people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I, I feel like they don't really even know whether or not you do it. Yeah. It's coming from like a, a company that's sending them out. Mm-hmm. Stuff like that. Yeah. Okay, so real quick before... But we do always say the same because we can, I mean, we can resonate with that. And the last thing we want are people like forcing the read. Yeah. Because yeah. honestly, I mean, I've done this myself when I was busy and, and, you know, wanted to read a book of a friend's or just wanted to read and I, I found that I didn't like it nearly as much or, you know, or I liked it, but it wasn't just like, oh my gosh, I've got to read this, you know, I, I was forcing it and so we don't, we never want, like, our people to do that because mm-hmm. I think it, it makes you not enjoy it as much, you know, if you've got a lot of things going on in life mm-hmm. or you're busy or you're in the mood for taking it or whatever that's you know that's understandable yeah okay so really quick i want you guys to talk about your new release that's coming up that way our listeners can get excited about it and read it when it releases because we are running out of time on this one now too so (laughs) (laughs) then she's getting to her birthday party so she's gotta she's gotta go soon you're good you're good um yeah so i think people know it's mma um i'm so excited Ooh. She is a foster kid. So she lives next door in a foster home. Oh. I haven't read a book like that. Lauren, you're losing. We're losing what? you. We're losing you. Ah. Okay, hold on. I may, it may be where. Sorry. I know you're going to have to cut that. I'm sorry. No, that's fine. That good. Can you hear me good now? Yeah. 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 No, you're so good. He's MMA. Um, she she lives next door. And am I freezing? No. Your video is freezing, but I, we can still hear you. Okay, I'm sorry. Okay, he's MMA. Um, he's, it's gonna be an MMA romance, but she moves in next door. She's in the foster system. She becomes best friends with his brother. Um, he's a very protective character, just in general. Um, you'll see them kind of get a little bit older, kind of like um, Reckless Impulse, if you read that, but not 
quite as many chapters like we did with that over the span of time. You'll just kind of see them um, a, a few times when they first meet. And yeah. mo- most of book one is during, like, um, when they're about 18. Mm-hmm. So, and yeah, they both they both actually do MMA. So we have the sports aspect on both sides. That's and fun. they've got the friends to lovers touch. I would say they both, she's sassy, wouldn't you say, Jess? Mm-hmm. She's kind of yeah. like, and I feel she's like kind of like banters with him a lot. She likes to get a rise out of him. Mm. Yes, yes. And she's definitely in this role, she's the one who's like not wanting more. Yeah. If that makes sense. Yeah. yeah. For most of it, it's usually the girl like, oh, I love you. Yeah. And they're like, in this one, it, it is not not that way. And then this releases the 28th, correct? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, okay. So, December 28th. December 28th, and every, and we did decide to do a duet, and, um, you know, we went back and forth on that. We actually had part of book two written already, and I came to Jess and was like, Jess, don't kill me, but. <laughs> no, no, How do you start that message usually? Usually, uh, I send you a text from Lauren, and it goes, so I've been thinking. <laughs> That's dangerous. Uh, what are we doing? <laughs> yeah, that's how it goes. And um, basically, we decided to make it a duet. And I'm telling you, when I reread those first five or six chapters of book two after we finished, it, it hit so me hard. like in the gut. And I, I was just like, I'm so glad we did this because I think people are going to understand them and like their love of more mm-hmm. and just like everything about them more. Um, so yeah, so don't fret the book two's coming out in February, so it won't be, it's literally going to be like six, seven weeks in between the two, mm-hmm. um, so we, we, we made that right. decision, yeah. yeah, we do, so we made that decision, we were like, alright, if we're doing two books, we're not making people wait, we're going to do it, bam, bam, so um, we already have, like we said, part of it written, so we're going to be getting through Christmas and then banging it out in January. Mm-hmm. Sorry, she keeps it so hot in this it's house. Just this room. <laughs> I am sweating. We only have it set to seventy. I'm not. I'm always cold, so yeah. I'm fine. I am the hot person. Sweating like you're eating some smut. Yeah. <laughs> so. Well, okay. this has been so fun. Girl. Yes. Thank I you guys. Thank you. Me. Yes. <laughs> thank you guys so much for coming on the podcast. This has been an absolute dream. It's been so fun. You guys are our first authors on the podcast too, and you guys were your first podcast. So we did our first together. It's so fun. Um, yeah. When we were talking, hopes like I want to have some authors on. I'm like, oh, I'm messaging Elisha right now. Like 100. <laughs> like I want them on our podcast. So it was like perfect timing too because your book release. So yeah. When will this be out? This will be out next Friday. So, the 22nd. 22nd. So, just some time. Perfect time for the release. Okay, cool. Yep. That's so exciting. Well, thank you so much for being on. Thank you. Yes. Go write the book. We'll definitely have to do this again. Yeah. We could do like a yeah. yearly thing, a yearly <laughs> interview. <laughs> what's going on? What's new? Yeah. <laughs> I love that. And then we'll interview y'all. Yeah. Yeah. So Perfect. And of course, reach out if you all have any questions about anything. If y'all oh, really thank you guys. Do it, let us know for real. Yeah. Give any advice we can. Thank you. Thank you. So.
but well thank you guys yes thank you thanks i hope you guys have great holidays and everything and have a new birthday party bye That was so fun. That was. I uh, love them. They're I so sweet. sweet. <laughs> so, I think that's all. But do you want to talk about our books that were? Yes, okay. we can. Um, I'm currently arc reading for Erin Fitzgerald. Yes. Her second book, Something Broken. Um, let me find the synopsis. Oh, I posted it, so I don't know why I'm looking back. <laughs> I'm gonna need to use your phone for my. So, oh, that's. Let me yeah, adjust. Let's get back into our comfy mode. Oh, anyway, so tropes. We'll start with tropes. This releases January twelfth, twenty twenty four. So tropes is single dad. He falls first. Protective. Grumpy alpha. Accomplished. Independent. MFC. Found family. Best friend's brother. Long time love. True second chance. Small town meets big city. So. His sister's best friend wasn't supposed to upend his life like this. Ashley was a thunderbolt to Travis's quiet, steady routine. Eat, sleep, tend the ranch, and grow the family assets. She found her way under his skin, and when she left three weeks later, he took his heart, or she took his heart with her. Travis has never felt a connection to anyone like he has felt with Ashley, but he's allowed, or but he allowed time, circumstances, and a foolish decision tear them apart. Now there are decades between them, thousands of miles, and through life. And though life has led them in very different directions, Travis's sister engineers a second chance. Ashley has never forgiven Travis for what he did, but as she helps him overcome the loss of his wife and loves his twin boys like her own, it's becoming clear that Travis isn't the problem at all. So I'm very excited. Oh, sorry. You're fine. Um, <sighs> I am, like, literally... Where's your Goodreads? I'm, like, almost out of the book that I'm reading right now, and it's... It's the second, it's one that, okay, so I have Behind the Net by Stephanie Archer. Did you read that one? Yes. Um, it's the second one in that one. Reading the Fake Out by Stephanie Archer. It's the Vancouver Storm. It's the number two. Mm-hmm. Um, and I loved Behind the Net. Did you read that one? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I loved it. loved it. So this is the second one. Read it. Okay. Um, the Best Way to Get Back at My Horrible Ex, Fake Dating Rory Miller. My ex's rival, the top scorer in pro hockey, and the arrogant, flirtatious hockey player I tutored in high school. Faking is fun and addictive, though, and beneath the bad boy swagger, Rory's sweet, funny, and protective. He teaches me to skate and spends way too much money on me. He sleeps in my bed and convinces me to break just, break my just one-time hookup rule. He kisses me like it's real, and now I wonder if Rory was ever faking it to begin with. The Fake Out is a pro hockey, fake dating romance. It's the second book in the Vancouver Storm series and can be read as a standalone. Tropes are fake dating, ex's rival, pro hockey, golden retriever, hero, boy obsessed, and forced proximity. Mm. so good i love it i literally have like 45 minutes left and i just want to go and read it right now <laughs> well which one still... do you want to say do you want to say happy smutmas merry smutmas stay smutty <laughs> bye bye